is my kind of jam, ladies and gentlemen. We're ready to rock and roll today, uh, and it's my favorite day. It's actually, James, is, is it actually, actually my favorite day of the week? It is actually your favorite day of the week. S-H-I-T, so happy. Happy it's Thursday. Thursday. What happened to it? It disappeared. It ain't even on the screen. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. All right, anyways, let's hit it. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. Or not. None of those buttons are working. The business grows. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business and social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of... All right, this business is just me on my bros. side. Business yeah. bros. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> all right, all right. But I don't know what's going on with the technical stuff. We might not be able to have uh, any of that stuff. I don't know. Freaking don't know. PCs. Yeah, what, what can I say? I don't I don't know if it's on my side. Hey, drop, drop, drop a movie clip real quick before we do the... Yeah, uh, yeah. You can't handle the truth. Nope, it's just StreamYard right now. All right, cool. It is really? what it is. Yeah, look all at right. my gift file's nothing. All right, cool. You get so, nothing. No, no, no. no I, I, I'm seeing it. You're seeing it? Yeah. There it is. yeah. Brendan, are you control. seeing it? Yeah, man. We got it. We got it. All right. All then right. It's just my side. All right. Hit it, him. All right. Well, after all of that technical snafu, all right, all you business pros out there, before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Subscribe. Drop a review. Help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests while we rise up in those podcast rankings. We'll sincerely appreciate every single one of you for it. And if you want to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have you on to learn from you as well. Go to www.businessbros.biz. Schedule your time slot. Don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at Business Bros Pod right there. All right, everybody. We're so excited and honored to bring yet another incredible guest to the Business Bros Pod. Now, to some people, playing the stock market is nothing more than a gamble. But finding success in the stocks game is easier when you have the right tools. Our guest today has built one of those tools, and he wants to help you build your wealth. His innovative tool helps you easily balance and maintain your stocks portfolio even when new contributions, dividends, and stock splits occur. With help from this financial technology that our guest has built, you can set and track your trading goals and with a single tap or click, make trades that keep your portfolio balanced and growing. Now, if you want to learn how to automate your stock portfolio, save yourself time and energy, and still make money in the market, you will want to tune in today. Joining us out of New Brunswick, Canada, from Passive Portfolio Management Tool for Online Brokers, welcome to the show, Brendan Leo! Did you get the clip now? I don't see it on my side, but you know what? As long as the audience sees it, you guys see it. I'm happy with that. There we go. All right, Brandon, what's up, man? Uh, I don't know what's what's going on on my side. I I I see a very plain show from my point of view. But as long as you see all the hype, (laughs) I blame the PC, new PC over here. So that's probably what it is. Either way, dude, I'm I'm glad that I got you on the show. Investing in the stock market. I want to make sure that we talk about that because let's face it. Look, there's a lot of people right now getting into different things because they're hot. Real estate, hot. Uh, crypto, hot. Stock market, hot. Everybody's chasing this fancy dollar. So, you know, tell me a little bit about how you got into the space. How long you been doing it? All right. Yeah. So uh, I got into investing 
All right. So funny enough, you want a true story? Okay, I I I could give it to you. So I was, I used to I used to gamble a bit. I was into the casino. I used to play a bit of blackjack table, and so. One day I was like with some buddies of mine and basically this guy dropped 50 grand on like one shoe, lost it all. I was like, whoa, what is this guy doing? Matter of fact, what am I doing? And I was like, like, do I want to be 40 years old dropping 50 grand on blackjack tables, losing money? So, I mean, I was like, surely there's a better way. So I got into investing. Uh, I thought it was cool because I could basically take calculated risks on the stock market and be rewarded for it. So uh, that's what I did. I, I sort of did a bit of research in my MBA program. There was this course called Value Investing. And so I, I joined this course thinking, you know what, I'm going to find undervalued companies, buy them, ride them up to the moon, cash out, be rich. But what I learned was it's, it's really hard to find undervalued companies and that most of all, active managers, so like the professionals who you pay to manage your money, many of them underperform the indexes. And so basically what I learned was instead of like trying to beat the market, I could just buy the market if if I didn't want to like spend the time to actually find undervalued companies. And to be honest with you, it, it's a lot of work. You got to use spreadsheets. You got to understand technical analysis, all that stuff. And I was just like, man, I, I, I don't have time for that. I want to live life. So I just got into index investing. And so my philosophy is, is if you can't beat the market, just buy the market and go about with your day. Um, mm. So that's, that's pretty much how I got into it really, man. Oh, dude, I, I heard this story and I might butcher it because I'm going from memory. But anyways, uh, the the there's a new uh, money manager coming into the mix. And so the older money manager, the veteran is walking him down. You know, this is this building. And then he takes him outside. These are the cars. Then he takes him to the dock. And he's like, look, this is the, the, the yacht of this big money manager. This is the yacht of this other one. Right. And the and the young money manager looks at him and goes, well, where are all the clients yachts? And the guy goes, what, what do you mean? He's like, well. I mean, all the money managers are making all this money. I'm assuming they're making more money for their clients. And it's like, <laughs> all of a sudden he kind of laughed at him and he realized, look, that's not really the game or is it? And and you're what you're talking about here is you're taking control of that. You're like, I don't want to pay the money manager, somebody else to go manage my portfolio where they're taking 1%, 2%, 3% of the money that I have invested in the market. I have no control. I don't know where my money's going. I don't know where the return is. I have zero education. You flip that on itself and you're like, look, I'm going to take the risk because it's my money. I'm going to learn what's going on and I'm going to invest in, in the market. I'm not going to be, if I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose. I'm not going to let somebody else lose for me. It sound about right. Kind of, except, except for one thing, you really don't want to lose. And so yeah. the, 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 the whole Fair. point of, of, of index investing is you buy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically you don't want to, you don't, yeah, you don't want to lose. So you just buy the index and you get what the index gives you in terms of returns. And so uh, basically that's what you do. I mean, basically take what the market gives you and you sort of feel good that, you know what, I could have spent hours of my time trying to figure out stuff and, I just save time by just buying the indexes and let's define some stuff, right? Because, yeah. you know, yeah. people who are just getting into this space, maybe not, they don't speak stock language, right? So yeah. uh, let's talk about the, the difference between buying a stock and buying an index. What do you mean by buying an index? All right, cool. So let's, let's think about the, the NASDAQ, right? The NASDAQ is an index. It's, it's basically uh, a list of companies that trade on this particular market. And, you know, that's you, you buy an index that has stocks that 
that essentially replicate the Nasdaq market. Or you can take the S&P 500, which is the Standard & Poor's 500 index, which basically ranks all of, well, 500 of the U.S.'s top performing companies in the market. And that's sort of like the index. And so basically fund managers... They have a benchmark and their benchmark is a particular index. So mo most often they benchmark themselves to the S&P 500 index, which, like I said, is uh, uh, basically a grouping of Amer Americans' top 500 companies based on something called market cap. And market cap is just basically uh, essentially the popularity of, of, of your stock and, 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 and its demand. I'm just trying to simplify it. And so basically... That's sort of what they measure themselves against. And what, what we've sort of seen through various studies is that these active managers don't, like 85% of them fail to beat the markets in a given year. And if you look at a longer term, that number jumps to, I believe it's like 90, over 90% of them fail to beat it on a, on a long-term consistent basis. So, so if you think about this in the context of saving for retirement, your, your career, depending on your age, is going to last you maybe 25, 30, 40 years. And so each year you'll be paying these people a, a, a fee that scales with the amount of money you make just to underperform an index that you could just buy and hold like the S&P 500 index and just save on the fees you'd pay them and also not miss out on that opportunity cost from reinvesting the money that you are paying, you'd, you'd be paying them to manage your money. So it just all compounds. And so I'll, I'll, I'll give you a bit of an, ex I guess, understanding as to like why, why we created Passive. So my co-founder, he works in tech. Uh, he, he was an engineer. He was making good money and he did the math and he realized that over the course of his career, he'd actually like save maybe about a million dollars by just buying the indexes and saving on those fees and of course getting the market's return. And so he was like, well, this is a no brainer. If I just build this tool to help me manage my money, I'm going to save a million dollars. So, so screw that. I'm just going to build this tool. And so he told me about it. I was like, man, I got to use this. And Basically, I use passive, he uses it, and then a bunch of friends and family members heard about it, and they're like, you know what, guys, this is great. I want to get into DIY investing using indexes. Can I use your tool? And so it just sort of like, like grew from there. Mm, I, I like how you describe that because let's face it when we, we talk to people about stocks when they first get into it they're you know they're lost in this whole idea of you know what the stock market is so th the way you're describing it i want to i want to kind of give an analogy to it and you tell me if i'm on the right track it reminds me of like fantasy football right so there's all kinds of players in the nfl a ton of different nfl players and you have a choice you can go ahead and bet on an entire team you can go ahead and create a fantasy football league where you can pull your own team members mm -hmm. and you may win, you may lose, right? Mm -hmm. But what you're saying when you're talking about an index is you're talking about maybe, you know, that guy on ESPN that talks to every NFL player that talks to every NFL team that knows the inside scoop. He's probably going to put together a better team that outperforms most fantasy football teams just because he's in the game every single day. So, you know, an index is uh, to me sounds like this is an all-star team. 
or this is, you know, the top ranked team. This is the metric for a long time. Maybe it was like the, the Patriots, right? This is the team that we have set the bar at. And whether they're doing well or above or below, that's kind of the metric that we look at it by. And what you kind of created was that like fantasy football app. Like all of a sudden it's like, hey, look, come this way. We're following these people who are already good at what they do. This is that you were following that index, right? The S&P 500s. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do what they do. And you don't have to worry about paying somebody else to pick a team for you. You don't have to pay anybody else to, you know, find out all this inside scoop. You're just doing what these high achieving metrics are already doing. Did, did that analogy kind of help or did I just confuse the crap out of people? <laughs> well, well, it helped for me. Um, I, I sort of looked at it as a simplistic way. Um, instead of like gambling in the casino, I could just buy the casino. So that's mm-hmm. sort of how I, I sort of tell myself like, index investing is the way um and and so the thing is is when you get into index investing and you sort of know what indexes you want to hold um the real challenge becomes keeping your portfolio balanced so let's think about it for a second you invest in let's say the s&p 500 index it's a great index your portfolio is exposed if, if you only hold the s&p 500 index then that means you're just buying U.S. companies, and that might be great for some, but some people might want to have bonds. Some people might want to have bonds on top of international indexes that make up or comprise other markets to help them balance their portfolio and basically manage their risks so that when one particular index is doing poorly, the other one's doing well, and they sort of compensate, or if it's if it's a bond... Uh, an asset class called bonds. Maybe when your stocks aren't doing too well, your bonds are doing okay. And so you're not losing money. It's sort of balancing itself out. And so basically, once you sort of become financially woke and you understand indexes, what you got to really figure out is, hmm, what's my asset mix? Or what should my portfolio look like? And what percentage of stocks and bonds should I have? And then you, you figure that out. That's pretty easy to figure out. There are lots of model portfolios out there. There are tools from Vanguard that can help you figure out your, your risk assessment, which is really figuring out that asset mix. So that's not the hard part. The hard part is actually keeping your portfolio balanced and basically sticking with your investment, your, your investment plan. And so that's sort of what passive does is once you figure out what you want your portfolio to look like and 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 how you want it to be balanced passive will just basically show you what trades you need to place to keep your portfolio balanced and stay on top of your goals and the best part is is that if you like I don't know if you've used the broker right but some of them are they're a bit intimidating and then there's a lot of clicks you got to sort of do to like Mm. place trades and it just is like ah um basically what passive does is that you can basically look at passive click a button and have those trades placed right at your broker so you just saved a bunch of time and you can go go about with your day you can go listen to business bros you can go uh play some games whatever you want to do uh that's sort of what we created passive to do to basically help someone balance their portfolio get on with their day and feel good because they know they're hitting their goals but also not paying fees to the bad guys in suits. 
Let's do a little bit of a rewind here. You talked about continuing your investment plan, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when I talk to to my my high school kids, the kids that are about to get into this game, I, I talk a lot about compound interest and the power that if they start investing right away, 18 years old, how much time they have to compound that money. It makes a huge difference in that plan that they're putting together. So when they're getting started, the problem is they're not earning a ton of money at the very beginning, right? They're not making, you know, they're not making thousands of dollars a month. So how much should I be thinking about when I'm when I'm young to get started to put into the market so I can, you know, my risk, obviously at that young age, you have time to make things up. So the risk is, you should be investing in some higher risk type assets uh, or stocks, bonds, whatever it is that you're going to be investing in. But, you know, is there a minimum? Is there a certain amount that I should be investing in at least when I get started to kind of make that that happen? Man, I think that's a trick question. And here's why. The truth is you just got to start, right? Like, yes. like it, you just got to start. If, 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 if you're putting in a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, where, where, where did this come from? <laughs> but yeah, you, you just started, you start small, you get a job, you level up, you put a bit more, you build that habit. Next thing you know, you're going to be at you're going to you're going to start with let's say $10 and you get 1000 you you already build that habit then you get to 10000 and it just keeps going and so basically you just 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 start just start just start, start. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> when you're talking investing here, because there's a lot of stuff that kind of gets mixed in when we're talking about stocks. When you're talking about buying an index and then people are going to come up to you and say, well, what about puts? What about calls? What about options? What about, you know, and they can currencies, EFTs, like all kinds of different stuff. What kind of advice do you give somebody? Because all of those to me I tend to be, they're great investments and you can definitely niche in and fine tune and get good at those different things. Uh, but when you're first getting started, why why the index versus some of these other shiny objects all right let's let, let's let's go with that right gamestop you take your your hard-earned money you listen to a bunch of guys and gals on reddit they say buy gamestop it's going to the moon right mm-hmm. all right so what happens if it doesn't go to the moon ouch you you're, you're left holding the bag right the, the thing about yeah. it <laughs> that's what but, happens <laughs> right so the thing about an index is is that well firstly it's diversified like we said it's made up of a bunch of good companies secondly uh the other thing with the index is that i lost my trend of thought without womp womp but yeah it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's diversified and it continues going up and to the right which is the most important thing so anyone that's listening here go look up the S&P 500 index, right? Look for the all-time graph. You'll probably see, if you search S&P 500 index, you'll probably see some sort of Yahoo finance chart pop up, right? Look at that graph. It goes up and to the right. And it it's done that when there was the dot, I think it was what, the tech the tech bubble that busted in the 2000s? Late 90s. Yeah, yeah, 2008. What happened last year, right? The markets dropped, right? Where is it now? It's at an all-time high. So while folks are worrying if 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 they're going to get to the moon you're not worrying because as far as you're concerned you know you're going to go to the moon just maybe not as fast as some of the folks that are trying to make speculative bets and gamble and they may not they may never get to the moon they they, they may still be holding their tickets right so uh at the end of the day that's sort of why i recommend i i look at indexes that and that's why i love it because it's it's like no brainer it's simple and you sort of like have this sort of reassurance that 
it's always going up and to the right. And so um, that's why I love indexes. So let me, let me, if I hear you correctly, let me get this straight. What you're saying here is this is not a short-term play. This is a long-term play. This is something that you're investing over a long period of time. This is, even if you're starting at 18, this is something for your long-term retirement. Or, or are we talking about short-term, I can make money and live off of this? Yeah, no, it, it's got to be long-term because let's say, let's say you started investing at <laughs> January 2020 markets crash right how do you feel you're like ah oh, crap i just lost it all maybe it depends is uh, did you need your money by the end of the year did you need it within five months if you need it for 10 years then your your the way you're gonna look at that is differently because you're gonna say holy cow i just bought this index let's say at a hundred dollars now it's on sale for fifty dollars because there's a market crash i'm just gonna keep buying because the, the markets are down and i don't need my money until i retire so i'm getting a deal versus the person who needs their money in the short term ah geez man the indexes are down i need my money tomorrow this just isn't gonna work which goes back to why it's important to have a diversified portfolio and not just necessarily have stocks. Maybe you want to have bonds in there to like balance it out when stocks aren't performing as good as they should. Bonds sort of like like keep you centered, right? So um, that's, that's sort of why I say indexes for the long term are good. Anything short term speculative is very risky because you're just, you're just not guaranteed that you're going to get your money when you need it because you don't know what's going to happen in the short term. But passive investors, index investors, they invest knowing that the markets always go up and to the right and they look at the charts, they believe it. And that's sort of what they do. And that's what I do. So it not necessarily, well, I'm going to, I'm going to disagree that it's not necessarily that they're always going up into the right over the long, long period term. of time, they're there going up go. into the right. Right. But it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. we could easily hit some, some downturns. And what you're talking about uh, is called a, it, it's when you realize the gain or the loss, right? The fact that the market is up and your money's still in the, in the market, it doesn't do anything, but make you feel good. There's nothing that actually happens. Just like if the market is down, you feel horrible about it, but nothing actually happens until you execute the sale until you actually realize that gain or loss and so what i hear you describing is if you're in a position where you need that money to retire to put foot on food on the table on the roof over your head and the market is down that is a realized loss and that is that is why you want a diversified portfolio to make sure you offset those losses versus if you're just cashing out on the shiny thing you feel like a genius because you realize they gain but you're not taking advantage of the long term did i hear you correctly yeah basically that's that's pretty much it well said all right all right well let me let's get speculative here so i'm gonna hit you with some stuff uh this this area right now we're we're hot on um highest dow jones highest index values right now the market's ever been we got super amounts of inflation right now we got low interest rates which basically means that the fed's kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place they have very little ability to control where the market's going to go what do you think is going to happen i mean we're rounding on almost a hundred years since the great depression when the market took a mm -hmm. huge 
huge mm. dump, which to me means that's a huge opportunity, by the way. But it doesn't matter. The point is, what do you see? What is the feeling amongst people in in that space, in the brokerage space, about what's happening in the market and where it's going to go? Ultimately, you're right. Over time, we're going to see it the up, up and to the right, but some short-term stuff that could be coming in the future. Well, that's the thing, man. Like, I, I, I don't really like like think about the short term i think about the long term and so to be blunt it, it really doesn't matter to me i i'm just gonna sleep well and if it does dip i'm just gonna buy more so <laughs> i hate to bust your bubble but if it dip i'm great i'm just gonna buy in you know so um yeah I like that mentality because uh, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, and, and the reason why I ask that question is because I, I like to gauge people's uh, ability of risk, right? Because there is a risk. And, yeah. and you have to understand that if you're getting into any market, anything, real estate or stocks or whatever, there is an inherent risk of when you need to execute that funds, but you need to be able to manage that risk. How do you sleep well at night, right? What are you doing to, to mitigate that ability of, you know, you're paying attention to the market every day. So I'm sure you look at your portfolio and you see the valuation on a regular basis. How do you stay away from that fear that people have all the time when the market dips and they're like, oh, they sell. And then when the market comes up, they jump back in and buy. How are you getting away from that fear of the market? What? Well, first of all, I actually don't really listen to news or I have like a selective bias to only trade myself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't care, man. Like I, I'm from the Caribbean. You hear my accent? Like I'm just thinking when I'm going to hang out with my friends, when we're going to go to the beach, I, I'm just going to live life. Right. If the markets are down, that's when I get excited because I know I'm going to just get a deal. Or maybe I buy some more. Um, so, yeah, I, I just live life, yo. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. I, and I, I, I agree with that, man. Uh, you do have to just kind of move forward. Um, you know, when, when we talk about some of these investments, and I want to kind of hint on this, um, why, you know, right now you're, you're talking about indexes and that's, that's super cool. What about these crypto things, uh, right? And, and these always get this other play. And, and I, I wonder what your opinion is on, on uh, the other types of investments, the cryptos and the real estate right now that are super hot. Yeah. So, all right. So I'm, I'm an indexer. I, if I want to make money, I'm going to invest in indexes because I invest in stuff that I know and that I understand. And that, hmm. like I said, I believe the S and P 500 is going to keep going up and to the right. And my goal is to make money. So my strategy is going to be around making money in the long term. That said, I'm curious about crypto, just like everyone else. FOMO, fear of missing out is real. Some folks want to dive in. I personally, I did. <laughs> I, I bought a bit of Bitcoin. I, I bought a bit of Ethereum, but that's just because I'm curious. I, I want to see where it goes. I mean, it's still early days. <laughs> I, I'd be lying if I said I was a crypto expert. What I'm, what I'm really doing is, is just I'm buying it as like a hedge to bonds. So in my mind, I'm like, well, if bond interest rates are low, um, I don't even hold bonds, by the way. So it's like, should I hold cash? Well, ugh, cash, inflation, et cetera. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So I took, I, I took some of my money and I, I bought a bit of crypto. But like I'm, I'm doing it more of a speculative speculation and, and, and that sort of like not wanting to miss out. Um, and you know what? If I lose what I lose in it, I don't care because it was a speculative bet that, that I just wanted to participate in only because I didn't want to miss out. I'm not, you know, like if, if you ask my co-founder though, 
he might give you a different take on it because he's like heavy into Bitcoin. And so he built his own Bitcoin ETF. Dude cashed out. That's sort of how we found her passive. So his take on Bitcoin and crypto is completely different. But I will say this. I see Bitcoin as gold. I see Ethereum as crude oil. So I hear me out. So Bitcoin has like this sort of trust among people. It's well-established. Like ever since that guy bought pizza with it, like, you know, it sort of evolved into this, this thing amongst uh, maybe millennial investors, young, younger investors. So um, that's Bitcoin. You could look at it as maybe digital collector's item. It's like cool. It's it's like gold. Like you can't eat gold. Maybe you could wear it for bling on a chain or whatever, melt it down. But that's all you could pretty much do with it, right? So that's what I equate Bitcoin to. Now let's talk about Ethereum. Ethereum's cool because just like oil, you can you can take it in its crude form and do a bunch of stuff with it and and create interesting things, products. Well, well, not products, services, and so. Basically, I think Ethereum is cool for that reason. And so in my portfolio, I've got a bit of Bitcoin and a bit of Ethereum. And my my thinking is if it goes to the moon and it's great, well, then I didn't miss out because I had a small amount of money that I didn't mind losing. And, you know, it, it's no sweat off my back. All right. I love that. I love that. First of all, I mean, if, thank you for your honesty because that is 100%. I'm the same way. So I dumped 500 bucks in uh, Dogecoin, right? For the same exact <laughs> reason. But here's the key that you said that I want to make sure that people understand. Uh, the money that you invested, you were willing to lose. You could have dropped that same amount of money on a roulette table and, and chanced it out, right? And not that you would, but I you could have. You would feel <laughs> about the same way. If you won, great. Because I, I, I like winning. But if you lose, it's not that big a deal. There's a difference between investing and gambling. And I think the way you described your investment in Bitcoin, the way you invested in, in crypto is very much the same. And the way you described the way your partner invested, that was different. That was very much strategized. That was very much studied. That was um, investing in something that he understands. And I love that you said that because that's absolutely crucial for people to understand. They, there's so many people right now that are speculatively investing, which means they're gambling. That's a fancy way of saying you're gambling. You're getting into markets because you think they're always going up and your intention is to cash out when they hit a peak. You problem is you don't know what the peak is. And if you lose, you're losing your ass. And that's the problem. So, you know, thank you very much for sharing that because that's exactly how, how I, I, uh, I love to explain it to people. And that, the fact that you said that you're like, look, I invest in indexes. This is my game. This is what I spend my time learning. This is my this is my golden apple. This is what I do. The other thing, I don't want to miss out on it. So I'm going to play a little bit. But but that yeah. is not my main gigs, right? I mean, I yeah. heard you correct, right? Yeah, you heard me 100%, man. I mean, like like I mean, you you make a bet, you want to you you want to like you want to win. Yeah, you want to win and at the same time like like sometimes you do you do it for the story and I'll give you an example, right? Like like I, I I made a speculative bet on GameStop and I'm I'm not ashamed to say it. I mean, like I genuinely believed, stupidly, I guess, that, that this thing is gonna go to the moon and we're all gonna be rich and the head funds are gonna lose. It doesn't work that way. And 
if I really, my friend told me, Brendan, if you want to make money, short GameStop. And I was like, man, are you, uh, are you crazy? Like, are you out like, of your mind? We, we, we've got a whole army on Reddit saying, Bit, GameStop to the moon, let's go $10,000 a share and whatnot. But, but he was speaking to me from the context of being an, an investment professional. And mm-hmm. he shared his story with me um, when he was a trader. And he said, he he works in he worked in Toronto uh, on the trading floor, and so he he he's leaving his 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 office, and he 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 runs into a trader and says, "Hey man, the markets are down, man. Like it must be rough." The guy, because he was a new trader, the guy says to him, "Listen, man, I don't give a crap. Markets up, I make money. Markets down, I make money." So, so basically, um, needless to say, I I, I lost on GameStop. <laughs> but but it was a fun ride and I learned a lot and I learned that if anything it reinforced why I'm a passive investor why I do indexes why if I make a speculative bet I take a knee I check myself and I say listen if I lose this I lose this it's okay I'm not betting the farm it's just a thing that I'm doing that I don't mind losing so yeah mm. Powerful. I mean, that, that right there, that story, that that's perfect. Short it. And you know, that's, that's that the idea and understanding is called financial intelligence. And when you understand, when you have that intelligence, when you have that experience, all of a sudden you can make moves that are a little bit different than everybody else. That when the market goes up, you make money. When the market goes down, you make money. If you don't understand how that happens, it's because you haven't acquired the financial intelligence to do so yet. It's going to take time. It's going to take education. So I suggest you reach out to someone like Brandon because Brandon's going to tell you right now what he's offering, how he can help you so that you can get the education you need to make good decisions. Brandon, if people want to get a hold of you, if they want to work with you, how can they do that? Yeah, sure. Follow me on Twitter. That's Brendan Lee Young at Brendan Lee Young or follow Passive at Passive Team. Uh, if you've got a brokerage account at Fidelity, Alpaca, Tradier, and you want to try Passive, visit us at Passive.com and uh, let us know what you think. Um, I, I just want to say one last thing, though, and, 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 and you hit the nail on the head, right? So like, like to make money in the market – Yes, you got to be knowledgeable. You got to be smart. You got to do your research. You got to understand things. But this is the beauty of index investing. You you don't need a finance degree to buy an index and hold it. And so, if it's one thing I want your your listeners to sort of take away from this 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 fun chat that we had is that like, if you buy indexes and you hold them for the long term, you're probably going to be all right. Versus speculatively invested in GameStop, cryptocurrencies, NFTs. Man, I don't even know. I don't understand NFTs. And <laughs> Anyway, but my, I, I think we came full, full circle in this conversation, really. So yeah. I just thought I'd point that out, man. Now, Brandon, thank you very much for what you're doing, dude. I mean, this is how we do, right? Wait, Thanks. that's not your jam. That's not your jam. I'm missing <laughs> all your stuff right here. Um, anyways, I'll let that go. Uh, so you know what the, uh, the idea of long-term investment, the idea of you investing for the long-term is something that you should take advantage of right now. It doesn't matter how young you are right now is the time to get started. And by putting in a couple dollars every single month, I promise you, you're going to get a lot better. Like Brandon, I love playing poker. And when I first started learning to play poker, trust me, when I play for free, it's a completely different game when you play for free than when you pay for pennies. Uh, Online poker started kicking off. 
off. I put in five bucks playing for pennies. Everybody plays completely different. You are going to understand the market completely different if you put some skin in the game. It doesn't have to be that much. But what he's talking about is dollar cost averaging. You're buying over time and over and over. You're going to build that portfolio that helps you achieve a goal. I promise you, if you start today, if you start today over time, the magic of compound interest is amazing. The math is cool, but the time is the thing that is the key there. So put money in and over time, you can get to where you need to go. I promise you at age 65, if you've been doing it for that many years, you're going to be super happy with the amount of money that you have in there. Then all of a sudden that withdrawal 4% doesn't look too bad on a monthly basis because you're going to have you know a couple million dollars there put away. All right, Brandon, thank you very much for taking the time to come on the show today, dude. Really appreciate the conversation and the uh, the authenticity, man, the, the ability for you to say, dude, I've had L's. I've taken losses. I've made mistakes. There's a lot of people who won't do that. But listen, ladies and gents, we all lose. We all make mistakes. We all fall down. Cheers, Get man. back up and still keep investing every single day. Brandon, thank you very much, my brother. Thanks. Peace, man. Cheers. Peace out, y'all. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the Business Bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the Insurance Bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.